We'll now sing together Psalm 44, stanzas 7 and 8. It's the conclusion of the psalm as we again recognize the answer for our prayer in Jesus Christ. Psalm 44, stanzas 7 and 8. Uh, standing if you're able to stand. As we pray to God to remember His steadfast love, He tells us to remember Christ. And in the form for the celebration of the Lord's Supper, we also focus on the remembrance of Christ. And we consider now for what purpose the Lord has instituted His Supper, namely that we should use it in remembrance of Him. And we are to remember Him in the following manner. First of all, let us fully trust that the Lord Jesus Christ was sent by the Father into this world according to the promises made from the beginning to the fathers in the Old Testament and that He assumed our flesh and blood. From the beginning of His incarnation to the end of His life on earth, He bore for us the wrath of God under which we should have perished eternally. By His perfect obedience, He has for us fulfilled all the righteousness of God's law. We remember in particular that the weight of the wrath of God caused by our sins 
pressed out of him sweat like drops of blood falling on the ground in the garden of Gethsemane. There he was bound that he might free us from our sins. He suffered countless insults that we might never be put to shame. Though innocent, he was condemned to death that we might be acquitted at the judgment seat of God. He even let his blessed body be nailed to the cross so that he might cancel the bond which stood against us because of our sins. By all this he has taken our curse upon himself that he might fill us with his blessing. And on the cross he humbled himself in body and soul to the very deepest shame and anguish of hell. Then he called out with a loud voice, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? That we might be accepted by God and nevermore forsaken by him. And finally by his death and the shedding of his blood, he confirmed the new and eternal testament, the covenant of grace, when he said, It is finished. In order that we might firmly believe that we belong to this covenant of grace, the Lord Jesus Christ during his last Passover instituted the Holy Supper. He gave the bread and the cup to his disciples in remembrance of him. He taught us to understand that as often as we eat this bread and drink from this cup, we are reminded and assured of his hearty love and faithfulness towards us. It is a sure pledge that he has given his body and shed his blood for us. Otherwise, we would have suffered eternal death. He nourishes and refreshes our hungry and thirsty souls with his crucified body and shed blood to everlasting life. As certainly as this bread is broken before our eyes and this cup is given to us and we eat and drink in remembrance of him. From this institution of the Holy Supper of our Lord Jesus Christ, we learn that he directs our faith and trust to his perfect sacrifice once offered on the cross. It is the only ground for our salvation. Thereby he has become to our hungry and thirsty souls the true food and drink of life eternal. For by his death, He has removed the cause of our eternal hunger and misery, which is is sin, and obtained for us the life-giving Spirit. By this Spirit who dwells in Christ as the head and in us as his members, we have true communion with him and share in all his riches, life eternal, righteousness, and glory. By the same Spirit, we are also united in true brotherly love as members of one body. For the Apostle Paul says in 1 Corinthians 10, verse 17, Because there is one bread, we who are many are one body, for we all partake of the one bread. As one bread is baked out of many grains and one wine is pressed out of many grapes, so we all incorporated in Christ by faith are together one body. For the sake of Christ, who so exceedingly loved us first, we shall now love one another and shall show this to one another, not just in words, but also in deeds. Finally, Christ has commanded us to celebrate the Holy Supper until he comes. We receive at his table a foretaste of the abundant joy which he has promised. We look forward to the marriage feast of the Lamb when he will drink the wine new with us in the kingdom of his Father. 
let us rejoice and give him the glory, for the marriage feast of the Lamb is coming. May the Almighty, Heavenly God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ help us in this through his Holy Spirit. Amen. Receive all this. Let us now humble ourselves before God in prayer and call upon him in true faith. Merciful God and Father, we thank you that in this supper we cherish the blessed memory of the bitter death of your dear Son, Jesus Christ. Work in our hearts through the Holy Spirit so that we may entrust ourselves more and more to your Son, Jesus Christ. Grant that our contrite hearts may be nourished with his true body and blood. Yes, with him who is the only heavenly bread, that we may not live in our sins, but Christ in us and we in him. Let us so truly be partakers of the new and everlasting testament, the covenant of grace, that we do not doubt that you will forever be our gracious Father, never more imputing to us our sins, but providing us with all things for body and soul as your dear children and heirs. Grant us your grace that we may take up our cross joyfully, deny ourselves, and confess our Savior. Let us, in all tribulation, await our Lord Jesus Christ, who will come from heaven to change our mortal body, to be like his glorious body, and take us to himself forever. Hear us through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us now profess our Catholic undoubted Christian faith, with the words of the Apostles' Creed as it's put to music in hymn one, and let us uh, profess our faith standing up.
Brothers and sisters, in order that we may now be nourished with Christ, the true heavenly bread, we must not cling with our hearts to the outward symbols of bread and wine, but lift our hearts on high in heaven, where Christ our advocate is at the right hand of his heavenly Father. Let us not doubt that we shall be nourished and refreshed in our souls with his body and blood through the working of the Holy Spirit, as truly as we receive the holy bread and drink in remembrance of him. After we sing hymn 60, stanzas 1, 2, and 3, the elders will distribute the signs and symbols, and we will celebrate communion together. To clarify who may take the bread and the wine from the trays, which the elders will be passing through the congregation, and who should simply pass the trays on, Please note that only communicant members in good standing of the Emmanuel congregation who have duly examined themselves are now invited to partake of the Lord's Supper. For the, a reminder also to be aware that the bread in the containers in the middle is gluten-free and the colored cups in the center contain juice. Let us now sing together hymn 60 stanzas 1, 2, and 3 in preparation for the celebration. take the bread in memory of the body of Christ.
The bread which we break is the communion of the body of Christ. Take, eat, remember and believe that the body of our Lord Jesus Christ was broken for the complete forgiveness of all our sins. Please take the cup as a symbol of the blood of Christ. cup of blessing for which we give thanks is the communion of the blood of Christ. Take drink from it, all of you. Remember and believe that the precious blood of our Lord Jesus Christ was poured out for the complete forgiveness of all our sins. The passage we will read together is Romans 8 verses 31 to 39 in which Paul quotes a verse of Psalm 44 that we read together. We are reminded again of the depth of the steadfast love of God for us in Jesus Christ. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. We'll sing together hymn 60, stanzas 4, 5, and 6.
Beloved in the Lord, since the Lord has now nourished our souls at His table, let us together praise His holy name. Continue the doxology that we already began at the table with words of Psalm 103, verses 1 to 4 and 8 to 13. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits, who forgives all your iniquity, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. He will not always chide, nor will He keep His anger forever. He does not deal with us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is His steadfast love toward those who fear Him. As far as the east is from the west, so far does He remove our transgressions from us. As a father shows compassion to his children, so the Lord shows compassion to those who fear Him. And also Romans 5, verses 8 to 10, But God shows His love for us, and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since therefore we have now been justified by His blood, much more shall we be saved by Him from the wrath of God. For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of His Son, much more, now that we are reconciled, shall we be saved by His life. Therefore my heart and my mouth shall proclaim the praise of the Lord from now on and forevermore. Amen.